I love to annoy readers, especially new ones. That's a sure way to get them coming back for more. Not. Welcome back. I'm Autumn Bardot, and here you will find quick tips, author tools, and maybe even a little bit of inspiration. Today we're going to discuss 11 ways that writers annoy their readers. You don't want to do this. So maybe this is actually 11 ways not to annoy your readers. As always, you don't have to take any notes. Show notes are at Club Autumn. That is a Facebook group and the link is in the description box below. So how do you annoy your reader? Here's how. An unbelievable ending. One that comes out of nowhere. A third twin, a new superpower, a new skill. Where did that come from? A long lost relative that saves the day. Your ending should be a surprise, unless it's romance, which in that case we know has a happily ever after. But if you want a surprise ending, there should have been clues all along, foreshadowing clues all along. So it's not totally out of the blue. Number two, a cliffhanger without the next book, at least on its way soon. I confess to this one I did with my Merkaba series. I wrote the three books back to back and then I started writing historical fiction and then two trad books and three indie books later. I was like, oh, I need to finish my series. And so I did and I felt really bad with that because the third has a definite like, oh my gosh, what? So yeah, I did that and it wasn't very, probably wasn't very nice, but you know, sometimes life happens. And yes, I did finish the series and I was very happy and felt complete and it's all good now. Number three, inauthentic characters. This is a deal breaker for me. Mary Sue's aside, is it Mary Sue or Mary Jane? That characters, ought to have like an authentic feeling personality. And if they have a profession, it ought to, you know, mesh with their personality. A ditzy doctor, mm, I've never met one yet. Sometimes there's no fixed personality and the character is all over the place. The writer needs to work on characterization. And if you wanna know how to do that, I will put the link in the box to characterization. Actually, I'm not a fan of ditzy characters, male or female, in any book, in any genre. And I usually just end up, you know, DNF, did not finish. Number four, characters do really, really, really stupid things. I'm not talking about the average stupid things that kind of make the plot go when things happen to them and they make the wrong decision or a careless decision or a decision made in the heat of the moment. I'm talking about things that are so out there that you just have to shake your head. Mm -mm. We see this in a lot of sitcoms, which is probably why I'm not a great sitcom watcher. Things like maybe there's a relationship and one of the characters stalks out of the house without just saying something simple like where they were. And then we've got all of this like fake conflict. Fake conflict rings inauthentic. <laughs> and people don't like that. They feel they're being manipulated. 
I also have a video for the middle of the story, which is where I see a lot of this and actually how to add authentic conflict to that middle of the story if your middle of the story drags. Number five, losing the reader with convoluted sentences. Long, rambling sentence after sentence. An explosion of commas or no commas. This is never a problem with traditional works, but I see it all the time in the indie world. That's easy to spot. Just click that Amazon look inside feature and there it is. You can read the first couple pages and you can see if they are the run on long sentence king or queen. Number six, head jumping. Once again, I see this with a lot of new writers. Head jumping is just being in too many heads at once. Learn some POV techniques. I'm going to make a video on that too. DPOV is a third person, one person's head deep, deep into their brain. You can't be in multiple heads at once. It just doesn't work very well. Seven, boring the reader with irrelevant details, info dumping, and boring sentences. That's actually three things, right? Too many details, info dumping. We see this a lot in beginner writers, especially in their first chapter. You want to take that info and you want to kind of sprinkle it like salt, not heavy salt, not too much salt. Just kind of sprinkle it as you would season your novel, pepper your novel with the very cool info that people would like. Boring, boring sentences. I have a video for that too. I will include it in the link. Number eight, spouting your personal opinion on social media. Be careful, be mindful. People have lots of different opinions and there's tons of readers and you kind of want all of them. Getting on a soapbox with the latest contentious divisive issue of the day just, mm, why do you want to anger or annoy readers? Unless you're some kind of major authority, back away from it. Do it on a different platform, not your author platform. They wanna know about your books. They don't want a scolding and they don't want a lecture. And I'm a teacher and I lecture and I don't like to be lectured at. Number nine, getting something very, very, very wrong. I'm not talking about the random facts here or there that maybe the author dove deeper into in that the, the average reader wouldn't know it and then therefore thinks it's wrong. This is about facts that you just know they didn't even bother doing any research at all. I once read about a character who was in Vegas and it was the morning and the Las Vegas hotel poolside was empty and it was summer and the character was wearing leather from head to toe. Uh, no. There's always people at a Las Vegas hotel. Always. And leather in 105 degrees? Ooh. 10. A character with no character growth. This happens a lot in series. The character never grows as a person. They never learn anything. They never become better people, more understanding or caring people, or learn something about themselves. If you want to know about character arcs, I am going to link that in the description box as well. And I also have a video coming up with that too. 
if a character has no character growth, it's like, what's the point of the story? What's the point of the struggles? What's the point of the conflict? We want life to have a point, don't we? Number 11, the last one, trash talking other authors on social media. You put something out there on social media and it is there forever. Stick to this old adage. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Authors also need to be mindful of the reviews that they write. If you slam another author, no matter how horrible you think their book is, it comes off looking petty, little mean, or maybe even jealous. A fan of that author might say, how dare you slam my favorite author? And they immediately don't like you anymore. That's it, 11 ways to annoy your reader. And you're not going to do any of them, right? Right. I hope you join me next week when I'm going to discuss why your protagonist needs character growth. Remember, we just talked about that. If you missed last week's announcement, I'm going to say it again. I have a new book coming out. It is nonfiction and it is for writers. It's called The Magic of Symbolism. Enrich your writing with hidden meaning. It's all about using iconic symbols to enrich character, conflict, emotion, plot, all that stuff. Your way, not your old English teacher's way. Unless she wrote books. You know what comes next. Dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.